Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Pink Pantheress is here. Hi. So welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So my uh, my goddaughter's in the corner in the room too, cause she, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, she's she's sitting on the floor, but she's a huge fan of yours, and I appreciate you for coming through. Okay, thank you for inviting me. And it's a big time for you. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I feel good. You do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have a new song that's out that's on the Barbie soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have Barbies growing up? No, my mom. I genuinely keep saying like they were pretty expensive. My mom wouldn't spend over like a, like five pounds. Okay, to, for like toys and stuff. So no, we didn't have Barbies, but um, I did at some point have like a, a like a big Barbie head that I practiced braiding. Oh, on. I remember those. Yeah. I know because I was thinking is you know just me being from New York and you're from the UK. Yeah, you know I don't know if we all grew up with the same thing. Like we had Cabbage Patch Kids. That was a big deal. I don't even know what that is exactly. So what was your thing growing up? Like as far as you know, did you have dolls like, that you the, wanted? Uh, or? Let me think. That you guys, um, you probably wouldn't have like. I just want to know. I'm curious. Let me think. Did I have <laughs> dolls and stuff? I had like um, yeah, I had like um. <laughs> The Simpsons, like toys. Okay. <laughs> I also I collected Happy Meal toys. Oh, I'm not joking. Like there's years worth in my room at home. I'm not gonna lie. Happy Meal toys were the best, and you'd be so disappointed if you didn't get like a good one. Yeah, you just. I'd still keep it though, and I'd keep duplicates too. So like I've got literally a whole, <laughs> like it's it's sad. I wonder if they're worth something. No, I do wonder that myself, but <laughs> I feel like there's so many people in the world with like the same amount of collection as I have. It's probably. So what was life for you like growing up? Like what kind of kid were you? Were you always the one that was really creative, that knew you were going to do music, or did you think you would be doing something else? No, I I think I wanted to always do music, but I really I realistically didn't think it was going to be that viable like possible until like I was like 18. Mm-hmm. I genuinely I genuinely thought that every famous person had to be like born into like um Money. I don't know. Yeah, born into money or like born into like I thought like every pop star was like engineered. Ah, like really? also like 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 as in like a ge- like genetically modified person. <laughs> I'm not joking, it's crazy. That's what I thought. What about people who you grew up liking? Um well yeah, I listened to a lot of I was saying I listened to a lot of UK artists up mm-hmm. until I was like fourteen, then I started listening to like more overseas ones. But um yeah, I liked a lot of like you this is the thing, you probably wouldn't know many of them, but like I I really liked like. I really still love Lily Allen and, and I know who Lily Allen is. Okay, no, okay, but I was naming <laughs> the most obvious person just to like make sure. But like, I I listened to like a lot of bands and like, mm-hmm. um, and you were in a band too, right? Yes, for some reason everyone knows that because <laughs> it's in here. Um, yes, everywhere it's like, yeah, she was in a cover band. <laughs> did Briefly, you, did you get a lot of gigs when you were doing that? Uh, we tried, honestly. I that was like I remember back then thinking like that was gonna be my my break, like that was gonna be me. <laughs> That was my claim to fame. And um, did I get many gigs? I got like a few, like three maybe. 
How do you think that helped you with your career now? Do you think it helped you at all? No. <laughs> but I feel bad. I don't want anyone to like, I don't think anyone in the band's going to watch it, but like, no, I don't think. I think what, things that happen before you're like 15, I feel like, I feel like stuff like that didn't really affect musically what I had today. I have today. Yeah. Now you, you also do co-produce and produce your own music. So how did you learn how to do that? I, um, I don't know, actually. Fun. I play piano my whole life, so I just it translates pretty well when you do that, mm -hmm. and you can just jump on and do, yeah. Do you remember the first song that you ever produced? Yeah, I produced for my friend first. Okay, so that's how you initially started. You were like, okay, I'm gonna be a yeah, producer definitely. behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, it's not on the internet anymore. I'm pretty sure she deleted it. But yeah, I, I produced for my friend. I, I did like a few of. I had like some mixtapes for her. Like I, I was I was working with her for like two years. Then I decided to start doing my own thing. That mm -hmm. was in 2020. Yeah. And okay, that's interesting. And so early on for you, did your family think that this was gonna happen for you? Because clearly, you've always known you were interested in music. You had the cover band. You were producing for other people, mm -hmm. writing songs as yeah. well. So at what point did they say, okay, this is looking like something's gonna happen? Oh, so it ages because obviously for them, like people like their age and like where where they find themselves in like, like I guess cultural understanding, I, I feel like they had to see me like on like the BBC like radio or the BBC network in the UK to like f fully understand anything. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I feel like they, but this is the thing, I didn't tell them at any point I wanted to be a singer because it just sounds, even saying it out loud now, it sounds <laughs> ridiculous. I'm a, like, I'm a pop star. Or like, I want to be a pop star. It just sounds crazy. <laughs> so. And people de uh, describe you as an introvert, yeah. right? So how is it for you being in the spotlight like this, but also knowing that, like, you don't even want to have to be around people, post all the time, because you don't post all the time. Yeah. Except on TikTok you did. But I do. Yeah. I do love my TikTok. But like I will say, like I'm an introvert by choice. It's not like I'm naturally... An, naturally, I'm an extrovert. Mm -hmm. Push 1,000%. Been since I was a kid, like an extrovert in terms of like... I mean, I never wanted all the attention, but like I'm I'm confident I can talk to a whole room and da 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 These days, I choose to be an introvert because I just feel like... I don't know. I just genuinely feel sometimes like as an artist, I feel like it's really helpful sometimes to really pick and choose what you let people see about you. And da, da, da. and I don't want people. It's a, it's a combination of I don't want people to feel like they know me and too much. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to comment all the time about everything that I do or wear. Or da, 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 da. And then it's, it's, it's just multiple things. So I choose to be an introvert. Um, the only place where I'm actually an introvert, I'm not going to lie, is the stage. I'm, I've got stage fright, which you I do? keep telling them. Yeah, I do have stage fright. Uh, first of all, I like how you keep going and da 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 because I do that too yeah, when yeah. I don't feel like finishing the you whole just, sentence. You just have to just end it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to do that. And I feel like your music, though, it also, were you in one bad relationship or is it like a series of different situations? Because when you're young mm -hmm. and dating, things messed up happen. Trust me, I know they it, do. even when you get older and dating. But um, for you, was it like a certain situation or is it just different things that you've seen and experienced? it's the second one it's like things i've seen and experienced i went to a girl's school and therefore like i saw i mean i feel like everyone at school always just sees things but i feel going to a girl's school was so much more like i obviously could connect with 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 the girls on a way different level i could connect with like say a boy at a mixed school mm -hmm. so yeah i did see a lot of relationship things and i i didn't even enter my first relationship until i was like way older than high school but um yeah i just 
a lot of it isn't necessarily coming from my personal experiences but things i've seen but what is funny is that i was saying it's like every song seems to manifest it to happen in real mm. life it's quite right. weird actually yeah every song like put a little pain in there and then it happens and then it happens <laughs> and then yeah so it's actually i should probably be careful with the power of the tongue but yeah <laughs> so what happened in the okay so after high school you had a real relationship yeah okay what ended up happening with that and is there one is there a particular song that you wrote about it? No. But but what ended up happening well I just I think my whole issue with with relationships and stuff like that and it doesn't even need to be romantic it can be platonic as well. Is I just feel like myself I feel like I when you once you're out of school you realize not everyone has to get on with everyone and you can really pick and choose your friends and who you want to be around. And when I realized I could be more selective and I didn't actually need to like have these you know i could really choose i remember realizing like so so for example with a boyfriend it was like i don't actually need to have you as a boyfriend like, the title boyfriend is removable i could at any point you could just be my friend again just remove the boy and it's friend. right and then once i realized the simplicity of being able to remove the word boy from friend i was like cool i don't need to be here anymore and then but no, I didn't write a song about it. However, songs do apply to most scenarios. Like which? <laughs> which which song or which? Yeah, like, okay, like, do you miss me? What would that apply to? Okay, that one is purely fictitious ficti because okay. that one is about, like, someone <laughs> cheating or something. And that's never... <laughs> <laughs> That's about me cheating. Uh -huh. That's about me like get, being with a man who's got a girlfriend. I've so never ever done piece, that. So that was that's okay. that what that song's about. I've never done I just that. I had to clarify I, what oh, that was. I definitely okay. need to clarify that. People on Twitter sometimes are like, she se Pink Tantra seems like a psychopath or she seems like a huge liar in her songs. And I'm like, it's not, it's okay. It's not, it's not all real. So, okay. Yeah. But yeah, and that happens all the time. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that you've seen that happen to people. So, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, and then with you and Ice Spice, right, doing a collab together, uh, The Boys Are Liar to the remix. Yeah. How impactful was it that everybody saw you guys, like, filming the video? People were going crazy on social media because at first they didn't even know what was happening. They were like, it looks like they're working on something together. Yeah. Was that something that um, you didn't want to get leaked out and you were disappointed when it did, but then realized that it was amazing that it happened? Because I feel like mm -hmm. it was just trending, but maybe it was secret at first. That's fine. I, ooh, I actually didn't even pick up too much on when it did leak at all. I think somebody in my team was like, oh, yeah, P there's a TikTok of you guys. But I mean, I didn't really mind at all. I was just like, okay. I was like more like I was like lol. Like it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I feel like if anything, it was like obviously it was nice to have something to build it up and like have people prepared for it, as opposed to it just kind of being radio silence and then just there, right? Bang. So I think like the rollout was really this. I like the rollout a lot because it was all organic. Like there was nothing that necessarily. I didn't plan. The only thing I did on my end for like that whole rollout was a billboard where I thought we should have dummies, <laughs> and that was it. And they got stolen in both cities. What? That it was in. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy, but expected. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not mad at that. So you said that you saw that she followed you, and then you slid in her DMs. Yeah. That's how that got done. Essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you did the same thing with Willow. Yeah. Listen, these DMs are working for you. They work for, but this is, they work for everyone. These things no, about. No, they don't. Oh. Stop it, Pink Panthers. They do not work for everybody because I'm sure there's a lot of <laughs> DMs sitting there that are on red that people are not responding to. So that's not okay, true. Okay, very true. Okay, fine. I, 
you're you're not wrong. You're very correct. <laughs> but um, I didn't think they were going to be seen. I when I send out a DM because I don't have a tick. I don't expect anyone to see them. So it was a very big surprise on both both events of both of them responding and seeing it. So mm-hmm. yeah, why not have a, a check? I, I, I know you didn't want one, but I don't. I don't know. I I actually genuinely. I'm not even on some timing of like, oh, it's pretentious and like, oh, I'm better than it. It's <laughs> not that. It's genuinely on the timing of it makes me cringe so bad seeing a tick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think it's ugly next to the name. There you go. I think, but it also is, ugly. like you said, because people might not even really think it's you. Yeah. But I think that's kind of funny. Honestly, I think mm-hmm. it's fun. I don't, this is the thing. I really, I don't like doing things super like, how they're meant to be or linear i think it's kind of funny to do random things i think that's kind of random so now let's talk about your first experience coming here i think when you did Lollapalooza, was that your first festival here in the united states it might be yeah i think so so how tell me about that day and that experience for you in chicago Mm -hmm. that was were you there no i wasn't there but i saw when you when you did it that was fun um that was when i had a i saw i've had a hype man I've had like a rotation of hype people on stage with me just because cause I had stage fright. I was like, I need someone to help me like not make it like awkward. So, um, but I think in turn, it probably made it more awkward having a hype man. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good one. And I remember that was a surprise for me because I was so many people there. And I was like, I, I don't know. I was surprised. I think that American, it's in Chicago. I thought like it wasn't going to be crazy, but it was actually a lot of people and they were good. I remember they were, they were really receptive and I, I like that festival a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like that. one. That's a great one for you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like, what are you doing to get over stage fright? Because that is something mm-hmm. that is a work in progress. I feel like as you do things more, you get more comfortable with it, but is that happening for you or what are you doing to work on it? To work on it is honestly just have it's exposure therapy to be honest with you just keep doing it and then you kind of start to like become more familiar with what you can do like the extents of what you can do as an artist and a performer but then also i was saying this to someone else just yesterday like i decided some at some point i just decide that i don't actually care because everyone your whole life will tell you don't care what people think and you know what it's like sometimes you should care what people think i'm not even gonna <laughs> lie to you but for some reason, being on stage, I'm kind of just like, I'm here now. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, you can, if I mess up, it's like, I've messed up. Like, I just, but I, I don't know. If for some reason, I just suddenly it clicked in my head. I don't actually care. It's also part of real life. Like, people, I think, find that somewhat relatable. It's relatable, but also, I've never put on the front that I'm Beyonce or, like, I'm this or I'm this performer. I've never put that on that front. I think me putting on that front and trying to be, like, perfect and, like, worry too much about it would just be completely false. I think, like, doing something like going on stage um, and having things, like, sometimes go wrong or, like, this happens on Saturday is just what happens. And I think when you're an artist that, like, like me and other people who, like, are more... I guess, as I said, introverted in terms of stage presence and stuff. It's all about the music for me. I've never once claimed to be like a crazy performer. So I, when you come to terms with that, it makes you realize, yeah, they just are going to, you know. Yeah, because the reason I asked you about the cover band earlier, I was thinking that might help you, you know, having that you did that, that, you know, you were in that Oh, see, no, I was... When yeah. you were young and that might have made you more comfortable so that when you're doing your own music... If anything, I mean, it may, I'm not going to sit here and say it, it probably helped a tiny bit, but like... Even then, I was still face to the floor. Like, I was really, it wasn't great. But these days, it's gotten <laughs> way better, I think, personally. How do you write your music? 
Um, I just listen to the beat first, then write the melody line. Lyrics come last. Okay, so beat first, melody line, and then there. And um, for you, how important is a collaborative effort? Do you like to work by yourself, or do you like to be in the room with people? Oh, okay. Um, no, it's just me, honestly. I, I can't. When it comes to... No, I don't like people. I think it's, it's just me. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't like people. Like people in the, no, I love <laughs> no, people. No, I'm kidding. I just... In the room, no. Because <laughs> then as soon as you have all these people in the room, they take credit for things that they haven't necessarily done. Mm. I'm like, you, you didn't... It's like, no. You know what? It feels like you've been through a lot that you... <laughs> that not even... I haven't even been through a lot. It's just that, you know, I feel like I'm just not... What's it called? I'm just not, like, uh, naive. I'm just very, like, I realize everything. It's, everything is so clear in front of me. It's like, this is why I'm honest about the way I perform mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I, I know I'm not, like, going to sit here and lie and say that if you invite tw- 20 people in a room, 20 people are going to try and say that they wrote the song. Mm. I do, wrote the song. Do you feel like there's people now that are trying, that are like, okay, I'm going to be the next Pink Pantheress already? Um, be the next me? Uh, kind of like saying, okay, this is working for her. Oh, like... Uh, so let me try to... Well, there's so many different angles you could try and be me, whether it's sonically or like using... I mean, I have I know there are people that have told me before like, oh, I use TikTok to promote my thing now. That's not copying me at all. Though. That's not trying to be the next me. But like people where it's like the music sounds similar the, or like some might even sound completely the same. I mean, I think of it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. And I think if I'm worried about someone being the next me, it means that I don't think that I'm doing the best of that I'm doing, you know? Have people ever tried to tell you, because now, you know, you are signed to a label now. So how have things changed since that? Because you're so used to before that, you're able to give the music directly to people. So what changes now when you sign to a label? Is there input? Are you guys, are they giving you ideas of like, this should be a single, we should put this out? Clearly, I'm, I don't know if the Barbie... Yeah. Um, song came from that or it how that came about kind of did come from that to be yeah because obviously like the film would have contacted the label and, and um so it's changed simply just like i always pick the next song i don't really something like a label yeah like they're obviously there to they help a lot with mm-hmm. everything for example even this interview now it's like that's the label coming through with that and that's why i I like being on a label because in terms of marketing stuff i i don't really market myself in a way which I think people want me to sometimes. I kind of just do it based on what I think is right. And having a label there is super helpful for that. That's one thing I will say. But when it comes to like the actual music making or input about Sonics and stuff, I don't let anyone really tell me what I should do. So when you send your songs over, you wait till it's done and then you're like, yeah, this is it, period. Yeah, pretty much. You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh no, but I will take opinions. But just like, I will always take it with a grain of salt. Like, okay. Okay. And yeah. you're very particular about who you work with too. It's yeah. not like you'll just, oh, this is a the hot person right now. Let me do a song with them. Yeah, no. You, so who are some people right now that you're like, okay, bucket list? Of working with? Mm-hmm. Well, I honestly, everyone that I've wanted to, I've I've done. Like, Keishinata was a long time mm-hmm. dream, and I did that. And then um, even, like, a Willow, that was, like, I'm a, I've been a fan of Willow for a long time, so that was great. And obviously, like, I try, and, like, Willow as well, because I looked up to her for a long time, even though she's, like, my age. I still was, like, the fact that she's black and, like, that she's, like, alternative is, like... You don't That's see that thing. too much. Yeah. You do. You really don't see it too much in like mainstream or like even adjacent uh, mainstream adjacent music. So seeing Willow, it was like okay, that's sick. So and what was it like being with her? Like, 
in person yeah great yeah she's cool she's mm-hmm. cool uh i really yeah she's cool and and she's really really good at singing and that blew me away honestly i knew she was good from the songs she has but hearing it in real life was like okay she doesn't need any tuning she doesn't need anything like she's an amazing singer and she plays all the instruments too that was another surprise for me wow yeah i didn't know that crazy really really good but um yeah collab who would i who are you gonna dm (laughs) if you had to dm somebody right now who would it be i think my dm i think i my dm tokens are all out i don't think i can keep doing it no i can't (laughs) I don't want to be known for this. Like, it can't. I think I'm going to just give it, like, let me give myself two years to just, like, build those tokens back up. And I might. But even in two years, I'm hoping that I won't have to even have to DM anymore. I'm hoping mm-hmm. it'll just be, like, ask someone personally. You get their tech. number. Like. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm hoping it's going to be. What about your DMs? Who's been hitting you? Like, I don't check them. And every time. See, now, how no. are you going to. There's probably so much good stuff in there. Probably. And, and <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, like, I have missed some. <laughs> Like, I'll, like, go every month or two and I'll see one and I'll be like, oh, my God, I should have responded to that. And I have to apologize and be like, I just don't go on Instagram and stuff. And they're always like, oh, yeah, I get it. But, like, there's been some pretty, like, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, it's just, yeah, there's been some ones where you or anyone in this room might have been like, yeah, you should have answered that. But it's just. You still can. I And I do, but I just, it's always (laughs) late and I always feel bad. But I have a weird anxiety surrounding reading DMs for some reason. I'm like, I don't want to read like all of them because I feel very obliged to message everyone back even if they're a fan or if they're anyone okay and it, that takes me hours but they also won't see that you read it if you don't follow them is that true yeah if you don't follow them you can no. I think so right they won't see if it you, it's I read as soon as you accept the DM request or oh you don't have to accept it though you can just look that's at that's true yeah you can just look that's what that's I do true, well true, kind true, of true. <laughs> <laughs> kind of but yeah I try, I try yeah, to make yeah. sure because it's business in those DMs too Oh, yeah, it's true. It's, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. I should. I think I might have to get, start getting someone from the label to actually do that for me because I can't do it myself. Now, what's an ideal life like for you right now? Because clearly you love doing your music. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, like you said, you've had stage fright, but you've come to the fact that this is who I am. If I mess up, it's whatever. We yeah. keep it going. My fans know I'm not even pretending to be perfect. But for you, if you could say this is how I want to do things and, and where I want to be, what would you say that is for you right now? Um, musically or just mm-hmm. okay uh, musically and in life in life because your life is music too I feel like for me it's just, it's so it's just as simple as being able to know that like I can drop a song tomorrow the day after and like again I, I don't care about you know charting or this or getting into this like thing mm-hmm. I love and I'm again no it's not showing no I love it like I have so much appreciation I love it and I know. however like I think just being able to know that I could drop a song tomorrow and like the fan base is there for me to, to listen to it and, and show it love and appreciate it no matter what it is because if I wanted to change genre tomorrow I'd hope that people would still support me and mm-hmm. not be like why the why did she switch up on us like that um I don't even know what genre this is now like what well, my music or yeah just, just oh exactly so well it's it, it's, it's like dance pop there you go i don't know but it all belongs in the same world though and that's the kind of thing that that you can't really recreate and that's why i, I when you asked it about the, the the next one i was like that's why i'm kind of fine where i am i feel very sure about myself because it's such a very specific world that i've tried to curate and i feel like it succeeded so that being said to have a fan base that realizes 
that I'm not like specific to one genre and I, mm-hmm. and I can like mix it up to have a fan base that respect me and realize what I'm about um and defend me and 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 stuff like that and um and just living nice like I don't need a big house but like a nice little house <laughs> in London wouldn't go miss and like uh, you know just being able to like I just think like yeah I'm happy with my life right now honestly I think it's great mm-hmm. I think I'm very lucky to be in my position I think what I'm describing I think I'm pretty much at that yeah, point there. So I can't ask for much more. What about putting out a full-length album, album now? Because the EP has three songs. We know the mixtape came out a couple of years ago. What about an album? Well, no, that is on the that yeah that, that is on the way. Yeah, that, is, that is what I'm working on now, and that is I guess what I was just describing about my ideal life. Like after that's out, and if it gets like well received, then that's gonna be like. I'm already on the way to where I want to be, so that's just gonna like bring me closer to that. I hope that's what I'm hoping for. How does an album? How is an album different than you putting out music and singles whenever you feel like it? Putting out an EP. How is it different than a mixtape? How are you approaching this differently? Funnily enough, I didn't even. I so I don't put any value in the labels mixtape album i the only reason i called it a mixtape really was because i didn't want to call it an album because i didn't want people to say that was my (laughs) debut album but otherwise like that could have been an album in my opinion Mm because i thought it was quite cohesive in its own space but i think me bringing out an album for a lot of people it's like okay this is her story like this is like a really this is a concise concise and cohesive body of work that we can like now it's been two years she's built up her skills and like now we can hear something which sounds like two years of development from where she began till now and that's why i waited two years because i was like i want to wait till i'm developed properly before i actually bring out an album which could win awards or could do this or could chart and if it doesn't then it's equally as fine it feels like you're very comfortable with yourself yeah i think so i but you know i feel like as i said two years it's been two years of having to learn to be and having to like travel to la travel to new york be in the room with you be in the room with this person and like really and look at other artists sometimes and be like i don't like what they're doing i i don't think that that's what i want to do and and or i like what this artist doing. i'm going to try and you know graduate from the school of this artist and like kind of and that's how I kind of have found myself here I know early on you didn't really like to do interviews like on camera and yeah I didn't really <laughs> no I didn't yeah. how did you how did you manage to move past that and what was it about that that you didn't like well it, a big part of it was I just didn't like how I looked on camera and that's why I didn't want to do it because I was like I don't want to look at it back and think oh my god I look horrible but now I think again it's all about development. I think now I can look at myself and I feel happy with that. And I think that once that happened and I started feeling happy with that, I was like, okay, because I know I can talk about music and stuff. I know mm-hmm. I can, I'm very concise about what I share and like I can talk about what I want to share. I know that no one basically can pressure me into saying something I don't want to say. So once I figured out that I was happy with how everything looked and like how I like, dressed and stuff, I was like, okay, now I feel like I'm comfortable enough to talk and stuff and be seen by people. And yeah. Yeah, no, so. people need to see this. Yeah. They need to see you. Sometimes, though. Not all the time, you know. <laughs> you got to seed it out, like, accordingly, but yeah. How much of the album is done? Oh, well, it depends, like, I guess what, what day you ask me, but, like, I'd say, like, 60%. No, 50%. Let's go 50 yeah. Okay, so maybe Halfway. this is coming kind of soon. Maybe. I think so. 
Hopefully. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Well, Pink Panther S, thank you so much and congratulations on everything thank you because so much. honestly, like, very super talented and I like the fact that it's all organic. You are who you are mm. unapologetically and I think it's dope. You're not like out here trying your hardest to be in the spotlight, coming up with fake storylines <laughs> no. or none of those things. <laughs> no, not yet, anyway. I'm not like, yet? Okay, no, we'll look no, for I'm it. Joking. No, I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. But thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you. It's way up with Angela Yee, Pink Panther S. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.